Do you have fantasy football questions you need answered before your draft? Don't miss Locked On Fantasy Live on Wednesday, August 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern, streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live, or you can submit them ahead of time to at Locked On Network on Twitter. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Lockdown Bucks Podcast. I'm James Jarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. We'd like to welcome in all of our new and returning listeners. If you're new to the show, please subscribe. Leave a five-star review. It does help other Buccaneers fans find the show. We've got a very fun and interesting episode coming up for all Bucks fans out there. And I am particularly looking forward to it because James Yarko is going to be put on the spot a lot on today's episode. Yay. James is going to be answering a lot of questions and making some projections and predictions. But let's pick up where we left off from yesterday's episode, James. As we were recording, NFL Network was airing the NFL Top 100 numbers 41 through 100, and we were talking about which Buccaneers. We knew there were six in that span. We were talking about who it might be, and, and you, give you credit, uh, accurately predicted JPP, Mike Evans, Levante David would be in that group because we already knew Tristan Wirfs, Shaq Barrett, and Chris Godwin were in the group. So for those who missed it, we just need a recap. Tristan Wirfs comes in at number 89 Shaq Barrett right after him 88 Chris Godwin comes in number 81 so a trio of bucks in the 80s there and then JPP Jason Pierre-Paul comes in 59th out of 100 Mike Evans 48th and Levante David goes from all the way to the bottom of the list last year to the 43rd best player in the NFL this year finally getting uh some some much deserved love from the rest of uh the league and the public and the national landscape so James, I, I had a thought today, this on to on to on Monday, rather, before we started recording, that I wanted to find out. I want to find out where Bucks fans thought these players landed and, and how they felt about it. So we're gonna play a little bit of a Goldilocks game here. We're gonna talk about whether or not these players were ranked too high, whether they were ranked too low, or whether they were put in the exact perfect spot for them. And listen, when you put a poll out like this, we're we're talking about Buccaneers fans, right? So you're expecting a lot of two lows because these fans love their players uh, just as, as much as they should. But I'm super proud of Buccaneers fans because there was actually a little bit of a range of answers for some of these. Uh, and then, of course, you also have some haters out there. I'm sure there's some Saints fans out there, you know, uh, on the Twitter timeline creeping and, and throwing some votes out there. So let's start at the top of the list, which, of course, would be Levante David, number 43, James. So we didn't talk about this at all yesterday, but give us your thoughts on Levante David coming in 43rd overall. And then I would like you to predict where Buccaneers fans put them. I told you not to look at these polls before we jumped on here. So hopefully you have some integrity. And you haven't done that. Where do you think I Buccaneers voted too high, perfect spot or too low? And then where do you think, uh, what do you, or what do you think about Levante David's 43rd overall ranking? Uh, well, I'll start off with my own thoughts. I, I think it's a good spot for him. You're talking about a 57 spot jump. For Levante David, um, I don't know where that puts him in the ranking of all inside slash middle linebackers, but you know that that shows some some pretty pretty solid respect for Levante. 
I'm going to assume that Buccaneers fan, not assume, I'm going to guess the Buccaneers fans look at it kind of the same way that I do. And they're going to say, you know what? That's, that's a good spot for Levante. I'm going to guess they said just right. All right. So James says that is the right spot, the perfect spot for Levante David to be ranked ahead of the 2021 NFL season. Buccaneers fans voted 61.2% said that he was too low. Ah. So we're doing 0 for 1 on that one. So let's move now to Mike Evans, who came in 48th overall. Again, same thing, James. Give us your thoughts where you put his ranking too high, too low, or just right. And then we'll go with uh, with what Buccaneers fans said. I again, I was fine with this placement. You know, he yeah, he had the the thousand yard season. He had a career high in touchdowns. The yardage dropped off. The uh, the receptions dropped a little bit from the year before. But people forget, you know, he had a really, really slow start to the year. So, I mean, he dropped 18 spots. I'm going to say Bucks fans said too low. They probably expected him to go up. All right. So James Jarko says it was a good spot. Bucks fans, he predicts Bucks fans said too low. 59.3% of the uh, the voting population said too low. So a little bit under what Levante David got. So so more Bucks fans apparently think that Levante David got shorted a little bit. Uh, 3.4% of the voters said Mike Evans was ranked too high. So hello, Saints fans. Uh, moving on <laughs> to JPP, 59th out of 100. Uh, yeah, I, now I did say that I expected Jason Pierre Paul to show up on this list. I personally think he's too high. I would not have put Jason Pierre Paul honestly above Shaq Barrett. I think Shaq Barrett was the more impactful player. I think Jason Pierre Paul was the flashier player, but I think Barrett at this stage is the more impactful player. But I'm going to go ahead and say Bucks fans said too low. So Bucks fans said it's the perfect spot for JPP. 64.1% oh. of the voters saying that JPP right. ranked at 59th is just right. You said too high. 21.4% of the voters agree with you. Listen, if you'd asked me you know, where I thought JPP was going to land on the remainder of this list, I probably would have said somewhere in the 70s. Um, so, I mean, I'm happy that he's 59, but I too, uh, probably would have come in a little bit lower than of course the players that we already talked about a little bit, Chris Godwin, Shaq Barrett, Tristan worse, Chris Godwin, 81, where you already went on the record based saying that you think he should have gone higher, but because of the injuries, because of the lower production numbers uh, and everything else that went along with that, you understand why he was ranked where he was. Where do you think Buccaneers fans had him too low? Absolutely too low. Shaq Barrett, 88 out of 100. What do you think uh, Bucks fans think about that one? Too low. Yep, too low. And then Tristan Wirfs, 89 out of 100. First year on the list. I mean, Bucks fans can't expect too much here, right? Where do you think Bucks fans went with that one? Too low. Yeah, absolutely too low. So uh, <laughs> all three of those guys going too low. But listen, JPP landed in the perfect spot. I mean, some of these numbers weren't runaways. Uh, out of all the too low selections, Shaq Barrett, 72.8% of the voters said that Shaq Barrett was too low. Uh, so kind of supporting what you were talking about there, that you know maybe Shaquille Barrett not getting... Uh, as much respect as maybe and, and it could be because of his running mates that he didn't get all that respect james um but so that was fun i enjoyed it. hopefully you enjoyed it. thanks to everybody who voted i mean the voting is still actually open because i set it for a full day so i mean you have until uh, about midday on tuesday as you're listening to this to still vote if you want to go in there and uh, i think that was fun i mean we'll see who else is on the list we're going to talk about in segment two who else might be on the list and where we think they might be if they are yeah well and i mean i had five two lows and a just right i just flip-flopped you know one of my two lows and one of my just rights but there certainly are some more buccaneers that could should would appear on this list and if i was going to put some money on it 
I would say that those players are going to be revealed in the next segment, but someplace that you can put your money down is with our friends at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on again, promo code locked on all one word L O C K E D O N to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online, your online sports book experts. Segment two here at the Locked On Bucks podcast. David Harrison and Jane Jarko on Twitter at dharrison82 at jarko underscore bucks and at Locked On Bucks. And uh, James just went over some of the names we already know are on the NFL Top 100 list from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You figure there's at least one more name coming up, right? Maybe even more uh, coming up here on the list still. And I'm assuming we're both going to say there's there's two or more. But let's start off with the obvious, the most obvious, I, I guess I should say, and that of course being the greatest of all time to do it. Tom Brady, the quarterback. He's obviously going to be on this list. It's just a matter where he's going to be on the list. So, James, unless you disagree with Tom Brady being in the NFL Top 100, I'll go ahead and give our listeners your thoughts on where he might end up. Number two. That's I mean, I think that's that's straight up what it's going to be. I think Tom Brady ends up number two. Um, I think Mahomes will be number one. Brady, number two. Aaron Donald, number three. Aaron Rodgers, number four, I think is how the this will ultimately shake out. Okay, so going a little bit deeper than that, I'm going to go with number eight. Wow. And I'm going to, I'm going to go with, I think that these guys are going to make Tom Brady the third quarterback on the list. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be number one. Aaron Donald obviously is going to be up there as well. Aaron Rodgers is going to be ahead of Tom Brady uh, as far as quarterbacks go for this voting. And honestly, just because none of these things ever tend to go the way we quote unquote expect, like me personally, I, I agree with you. I think I like what you said there. Uh, but I think that some of these players and some of these other people voting, I think they're going to use Tom's lack of mobility. The fact that there are so many offensive weapons around him in Tampa, the fact that the defense was credited so much with that postseason run and the Super Bowl, I think they're going to kind of use that against him a little bit as much as, I mean, if being ranked number eight out of the entire NFL is is an insult, then I guess that's that's a pretty good insult uh, to go ahead and take the burden of. But really, James, you know I like to play with numbers. So why do you think I picked number eight? Because uh, he's going to win championship number eight this year. Because he's going to win Super Bowl number eight. So, I mean, really, it's just a matter of I do. I do believe that the voters are going to put him behind Aaron Rodgers, which you figure puts him at probably number four at a minimum. Um, and then I just picked number eight because I like to I like to have fun with some numbers because that's just what we do. And I'm going to have a little bit of fun with the other numbers that are probably going to make people a little bit unhappy. And, and they're going to take to Twitter and talk about how I, I don't like Devin White. But Obviously, he's the other Buccaneer that we're both going to expect to be on the remaining part of this NFL Top 100 list. So again, James, we'll kick it over to you. Agree or disagree? And where do you have Devin White on this list? I think Devin White, uh, I I think he's on this list. I think he should be on this list. I think he would end up being somewhere in the 30s. But I don't know if if they're going to put eight Buccaneers 
on this list. I mean, it's voted on by the players. Is is Devin White the new Levante where he's not going to get the respect or this coming weekend when they start airing it? Are we going to get that clip of Christian McCaffrey saying, you know, you're the best linebacker in the league, yeah. right? And then it's it's going to go into the whole the whole Devin White thing. I mean, listen, when, when you look at the difference between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense without Devin White is, you know, against the Washington football mm-hmm. team and with Devin White moving forward and then even better with Vita Vea coming back. I mean, I think the expectation is, in fact, I mean, one, one of our one of our followers actually retweeted the poll and even said, I'm looking forward to seeing where Devin lands on this poll. So I don't think it's out of the ordinary to expect Devin White to be on the list. But I mean, like you said, we, we've seen players get straight up disrespected before. I just I can't imagine that Devin White wouldn't at least be in the top 100. You know what I mean? So if he had come in in like the 50s and we could have sat here and kind of rationalized but like well you know he did get burned a couple times in pass coverage and maybe you know people are holding that against him a little bit more in today's nfl for an off-ball linebacker but i can't see him not being on the list so my prediction james i have him coming in at 34th overall now you figured out my first one can you figure out my second one no i'm not even gonna try to to give <laughs> so levante david is 54 oh, right reverse devin white is 45. Levante David came in at 43, so I'm going to have Devin but, White ranking 34th but, but, overall. But David, how can Devin White be ranked 34th in the NFL's top 100 when he's not even a top 10 overall on Madden? That's a prime example of why Madden is not what Madden should be or <laughs> used to be or could be, and EA is possibly one of the worst uh, video game companies out there today. Um uh, real quick before before we move on, I have a game okay. for you because I, I learned something about the NFL top 100 yesterday, and I want to see if you can figure well, real out quick. I want to throw answer. this in here. OK, Peter Schrager right. did during the offseason predict that Devin White would be in the top 10 of the 2021 NFL top 100. So just keep that in mind. Oh, that would be pretty cool. Maybe maybe Devin White is number eight and Tom Brady is number two. Maybe that could be possible since they started doing the NFL top 100. Okay. There have been four players that have appeared in every single mm. version. Four players. Those four have dropped to two this year, which I'm sure you could probably figure out who those two are. But can you think of what four players heading into this list had appeared on all of the NFL's top 100s? So Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers yes. are on there. Uh, if you need a hint, I'll give you a hint. I will probably need, well, Richard Sherman. Nope. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to need hints. Okay. I will, give you, I will give you two hints to help narrow this down a little bit. Okay. They are both on the offensive side of the ball. Okay. One of them is still an active NFL player. The other has recently retired julian edelman no yeah wow recently retired i was gonna say i don't think julian edelman would be but i just he retired recently larry fitzgerald larry fitzgerald is the active player that has appeared on every one of these lists until this year very good the other one recently retired within the division oh drew Brees. there you go there it is (laughs) my bad my bad my bad it just shows how much i don't care about the saints all right that was fun good stuff (laughs) um all right uh moving on james we got some quotes from training camp bruce arians talking two days in a row talking about how he doesn't think the starters are going to play especially if 
uh, paraphrasing here, but if the practices against Tennessee Titans go the way that he thinks they're going to go, there's no need for the starters to play in this next preseason game against Tennessee Titans. So what do you think about the starters not playing in the stadium in front of the fans, you know, on television uh, for all to see? And also, what do you think about the potential for Blaine Gabbert and Kyle Trask or Ryan Griffin, and depending on what order, to get uh, even more playing time? I think it's fine. You know, we were we talked about this, David, or I might have talked about it on a solo episode. I can't remember. But we talked about how we weren't really sure how the preseason was actually going to go. Usually there's kind of a structure to these preseason games. And, you know, the first game they play one or two series. The second game they play like the whole first quarter, maybe into the second quarter. That third is that dress rehearsal where they play into the second half. And then the final game is starters and street clothes. And, and everybody else is is playing and it's it's a miserable, miserable game to watch. So we were kind of curious how this was going to be shifted around with these joint practices. You know, B.A. talked about the physicality that the, the players are going to endure in practice. They don't need to go out there and play. And that's perfectly fine. I'm totally good with that. Let's take a look at guys like Kyle Trask, like we talked about yesterday, getting an opportunity with some of the second and third stringers. Um, let's see more out of Jalen Darden. Let's see some more out of Keyshawn Vaughn and Pope in the backfield. Let's see some more out of some of these linebackers that are going to be fighting for, for roster spots as depth at linebacker, but also they can contribute on special teams. I'm perfectly fine. If they think they, they got enough work in, in practice against the Titans, I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the same way. And, you know, we, we know that Bruce Arians really values uh, these joint practices, says that they get more out of these joint practices than they do the game because, you know, ev- everybody else has access to the game film, right? So, I mean, we, we can pull it up on, on Game Pass and everybody has, you know, YouTube and all that crap. Well, so do the other teams. So you're not going to give, you know, say the Dallas Cowboys, for example, your entire playbook to study before you face them on Thursday night to open up the season. So what do teams do? They, they whittle down their offense. They whittle down their defense. They don't expose everything that they have going on, especially. And and part of that also is for the young guys. You don't want to get too complicated too quickly, but at the same time, you don't want to tip your hand too much and show the opponent too much. So at these training camp practices, and and I'm fortunate enough to have have attended some joint training camp practices, and I can say that there's going to be a very large portion of it where the media is not supposed to, quote unquote, be tweeting about what they're seeing, what's going on, formations, use, stuff like that. And I will tell you, uh, that that famous you know end around with Chris Godwin to end the NFC Championship game. I saw that thing two years prior against the Miami Dolphins, and I really didn't see the Buccaneers employ it until that moment. So I mean that's how far out these guys are planning this kind of stuff. But those are things you don't want your opponent to have knowledge of. So you execute them in these joint practices, and you get to see what you're doing on film. Uh, your own personal film and you get to see what you're doing on the field and and all that stuff and your opponent doesn't get to see it so i'm perfectly fine with it as well and and i mean in fact i'm actually all for it yeah and one more quick thing to note is uh sidarius hutcherson was placed on injured reserve bruce arian saying that you know hutcherson was having a good camp so that's kind of a a tough blow there uh but yeah hopefully he can come back. He can make it onto the onto the practice squad when he's healthy, whatever the case may be. But tough break for for Sidarius Hutcherson. And you know what? If you suffer a uh, a bad break with I don't know your mode of transport, we have some friends that can help you. And that, of course, is Rock 
auto with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket you can save time and money with rock auto a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years they have everything you can need for brake parts and tail lamps to motor oil even new carpet Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. This episode of Locked On Bucks podcast also brought to you by Stat Hero. Did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? But really, when you think about it, is it all that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't even stand a chance before you get started. Introducing Stat Hero, it's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name the stakes, winner take all, you have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. So not only is Stat Hero changing the game, they're giving you a 300% match. That also is unheard of. So go to stathero.com slash locked on. Again, stathero.com slash locked on. Wrapping things up here on a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Jarko, David Harrison at JRCO underscore Bucks at D Harrison 82. And David, the Buccaneers were graded out by Pro Football Focus with the 22nd ranked offense over the course of this past weekend. The defense was ranked fifth. The Bucks run game was ranked 26th. BA did mention that he wanted uh, to see more out of the running game. I wanted to see more out of the running game, but it's real tough to uh, to break the top 20 in offense when your receivers keep dropping the ball. That is accurate. We're going to play another game here, James. We're going to go over these grades, and uh, we're going to do top five offensive grades for the Buccaneers from their first preseason game, oh, and then we're going to go over the bottom boy. five from both offense and defense. So, James put back on your predicting cap and give me who you think the top five grades were for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, in week one against Cincinnati Bengals. Tanner Hudson. I'll give you a hint. All five of them are on the offensive side of the ball are on the offensive side. That's of not the a hint. Um, That's a hint. Tanner, Tanner Hudson's number seven. <laughs> Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert came in number 16. Tom Brady. Tom Brady did come in number one overall for the Buccaneers with a grade of 86.4. Number two, James, running back Giovanni Bernard with an 81.9 grade. He actually OJ Howard. Yeah, OJ Howard came in 80.2, so returning pretty well. Brad Seaton, right tackle, got 56 snaps and got a 73.6 overall grade. Ali Marpet uh, getting some love here, 72.3 on the grade scale for Mr. Marpet there. So let's see if we can go better here on the defensive side of the ball, James. Five defenders, and I'll give you I'll give you a legitimate hint. How about that? Two of these players are linebackers. Three of them are linemen. Uh, Levante. Levante, David, number one, 95.3 as expected. Yes. 
Um, Jones. Joe Jones with the pick six. 93 overall is the number two ranked guy. So two for two and in order. I like it. Try on. No. So the last three are defensive uh, linemen. Okay. Well, hey, hey. <laughs> Joe Tryon put his hand he did. in the dirt. A lot more Thank than I expected him to, actually, to be honest with you. So all right. So I was I was hoping that maybe I was gonna get uh I was gonna get a little sneaky one in there. Nacho. Nacho is not on there. Nacho actually uh, came in. Uh, I don't even see him on the list, so I'm sure he's there somewhere, but he's not in uh, the top 25, apparently. So Patrick O'Connor, 88.7, was third. Elijah Ponder, 81.8, was fourth. Uh, Steve McClendon, the, uh, the the Wiley veteran, 81.3. So let's, let's flip the script now, James. Let's go with the bottom five grades from uh, the Buccaneers' first preseason game, and I'll give you some more help here. Two defensive linemen, one linebacker, and two defensive backs. Oh, we're doing bottom five defense. Bottom first. five defense. We'll start with defense on this one. All right, run those past me again. We got two defensive backs, two defensive linemen, and one linebacker. Three of these guys are starters. Ooh, Jamel Dean. Jamel Dean was the second lowest graded defensive back by Pro Football Focus from this last weekend's preseason action with a 37.3 grade. Yeah, and I got I got nothing else. <laughs> Devin White, the oh. lowest graded Buccaneer defender, thirty three point six on the grading scale. Kobe Smith, defensive lineman, was uh, the third lowest. Nate Brooks, defensive back, the fourth lowest, and then Indomitian Sue, the fifth lowest uh, graded by PFF there on the defense. Now flipping over to the offense, James, uh, same thing. So we've got one running back two wide receivers, two offensive linemen, two starters as well. Oh, wow. Because my first guest would have been Ryan Griffin. Your first guest would have been Ryan Griffin. Ryan Griffin, ninth overall, 52.9 on the grading scale. Um, Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette was fifth, the lowest, with a 46.5 grade. Number seven, Leonard Fournette, by the way. Uh, you said two offensive linemen and two... And two wide receivers. One of them was released. Josh Pearson. Josh Pearson. Yeah, I was drawing a blank. I, all I could think of was Drew Pearson. Every <laughs> time I saw Josh Pearson, all I could think of was Drew Pearson. Very different players. All right. So Josh Pearson came in fourth lowest with a 44 overall grade. Apparently, you got him cut. So we got two linemen. One of them is a starter and then another wide receiver who is not a starter. Donovan Smith. Donovan Smith is not the right answer. Alex Kappa is the right answer in his okay. return. Not Apparently not as successful as OJ's. Antonio Brown, the lowest rated offensive player on the night. And then Chidi Okiki, left tackle, came in 38.8, third overall. So that was a fun game, James. I think we do that for the entire year. I think that was that was entertaining. I don't. I, that was awful. <laughs> well, maybe for the entire, like for the regular season, yeah. I would have kind of a better You'd idea. You'd have a fighting we're talking, chance. We're talking about 90 <laughs> guys. Like... I'm having to try to sit here and think of guys whose names I just learned on Tuesday. Oh goodness. That was, that was stressful. Uh, I, I give myself a solid D minus, but hopefully you all give this show an a plus because you know, we appreciate it with that. David, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Make sure you check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. You can send us your emails to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. You can send us your voicemails to 813-444-5841. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at eHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. 
Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands.